Welcome back to I Love to Talk. I talk all the time. And it's true. I really do love to talk. And I do it so much. And I probably should cut down on the amount that I talk. Because I've been actually having some vocal fatigue issues these past few months. Um, But I just can't. I just love to talk. I'm just a chatty person. I mean, I do remember in second grade on my report card... My teacher told me I was a social butterfly and she didn't mean it in a good way because I just talked in class all the time. And it's like, I want to talk in class. It's fun to talk in class. It's not fun to like learn stupid stuff that I don't give a shit about. So yeah, um, I've always been this way and I'm not changing anytime soon. Um, last night I recorded this episode, episode seven, and I talked about my weekend And how I did some really stupid things whilst, um, impaired? Can I? Yeah. Um, and it was, like, cool, I guess, but, like, I was kind of in a bad mood last night for some reason. I don't really know why. So, the episode ended up being not funny, kind of a downer, and I just, like, wasn't really proud of it. Like, I didn't like it, and I'm... I didn't put it out yet, and I'm really glad that I didn't, because here I am now, and I think I've got a great new topic to talk about. I will briefly tell you what my weekend was like, just because I think it's funny and interesting. Um, Basically, me and my friends decided to have some water. And we all got really silly from said water. I got the silliest, right? And we went sledding also on my laundry bin lid. We, like, went to the Boston Common and went sledding. And it was super fun. While I was there, I decided to show people my butt because that's something I do. I also decided to stand on tables and dance. And lastly, I decided... That I had to pee. So I went behind a tree. I squatted down. Apparently I didn't squat down far enough. Because I peed all over myself. Um, Pee ran down my leg. And I was. I was urine soaked. And it wasn't great. It wasn't my best moment. But it was pretty fucking funny. Um, don't worry, I, like, washed my clothes or whatever, took a shower, everything was fine, you know, like, it was, ended up being totally fine, and it was, makes for some really good memes, but, yeah, not my, like, best moment, I really hope that none of my future employers, like, hear this story, and if they do, it's, like, my fault, because I'm the one putting this onto the internet, So, yeah. If you're a, like, future employer, just, like, please disregard all that I just said. Because it's not... It's not very becoming of me. Um, yeah. I don't know why I was in a bad mood yesterday. I just kind of was. I was just kind of really tired, I guess. And just, like, wasn't really feeling it. I don't even remember what the fuck I talked about. Like, just literally nothing. Because I was bored as heck um so today we're gonna be talking about like kind of a serious topic but with 
a comedic twist, of course. Um, we're going to be talking about body positivity, specifically through the lens of my life and some of the examples I was given growing up um, and some of the struggles of my family members, specifically my mother. We're going to get into it in just a sec. Um, I just forgot my phone, which has all the notes on it, so I need to go grab that. And then we'll be right back. Okay, we'll be right back. Okay, hi, I'm back. I have my notes now. I just had to get this yarn away. Oh my god. Hmm. Okay, so yeah. Body insecurity slash positivity slash my journey with it slash some funny stories. Let it commence. Um, so, when I was a little kid, like, for literally as long as I can remember, I've always wanted boobs. Always wanted boobs. Like, I remember playing dress-up when I was, like, probably, like, five or six, and stuffing my shirt with socks because I wanted boobs. I loved how boobs looked. I was like, I just want freaking boobs, you know? Um, I, I really liked, I wanted boobs super bad and I was like really excited for the day that I would grow boobs um yeah I can always remember like I even in fourth grade would like like fold up tissue paper so I just and put it in my freaking um like training bra or whatever like literally just like tank like essentially like cropped tank tops from Target or whatever I remember folding up the toilet paper and putting it in there when I was in fourth grade, specifically fourth grade, I literally did nothing. I don't know why I did that, but I did. And yeah, I just like always wanted boobs so bad. And I was like, boobs grow, 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 grow. Um, and then like middle school came and like other people would grow boobs and I like didn't. <laughs> Yeah, know how it works. And I was kind of like, that's it. That's kind of weird. Because my mom's boobs are enormous. And it's like, <laughs> like boobs are typically genetic, like breast size and stuff like that. And like, what age your mom got your period is usually around the age you get yours, like all that stuff. And so one day, like me and my mom are talking. This might have been before middle school. It might have still been in elementary school. I can't really remember. I feel like maybe it was around, like, fifth grade. I'm not really sure, but it was, like, around that time. And I remember sitting in the car with my mom, driving home one day. And my mom tells me that her, she's like, you know, my boobs are fake. And I was like, what do you mean your boobs are fake? So, for reference, my mom has double Ds. And I have double A's. So we've really got both ends of the spectrum here. And I was just like so shocked. I was like, what do you mean your boobs are fake? What do you mean? Um, My world kind of shattered at this point because I thought that I would grow really big boobs. Because my mom's boobs were really big. And then she was like, yeah, I'm normally like an A. And I was like, what do you mean? 
So yeah, that was um, the end of the world for me, essentially. It was really upsetting for me. And now, like, I joke about it. I'm like, oh yeah, my mom's tits are super fake. And it's, like, funny. Oh, hi, Rupert. My hamster is out right now. He just is getting a little drink of water. It's Now it's funny, but at the time, it rocked my world um, a little too much. And it all started to fall into place, right? So, my mom <laughs> used to work at Hooters when she was younger, like, before she had me. My mom was a Hooters girl. Yes, she was. Paula was a proud Hooters girl. And honestly, good for her. Good for her. Um, But yeah, she used to work at Hooters. Actually, before she got a boob job, she got her job at Hooters. So I guess you don't actually have to have big boobs to work at Hooters. You just have to be hot. Um, so that's good. I don't know if that's still the same. I think it might be different now. Um, I think you have to have massive boobs to be hired at Hooters. I don't know. It It's a restaurant named after boobs, so I don't really know. But, yeah, my mom used to work at Hooters, and she, her manager at Hooters, she actually ended up marrying him. I know what you're thinking. Lily's parents met at Hooters, except you're incorrect because that man was not my dad. Both my parents were married before they married each other and then had kids. I don't have any secret siblings. I've asked them a million times because I'm literally convinced. I know I have secret siblings out there, but I guess I apparently don't. So whatever. Uh, Yeah, so she ended up actually marrying this manager dude. And I think it's after they got married that she got a boob job. So like, I don't know if he like wanted her to have big titties. She, that's actually not true because my mom told me I was actually facetiming with her before this and that's what like made me want to do this episode because I was like wait this is really funny conversation that we're having right now this would be way better to talk about on the podcast and I can release the episode kind of late versus um releasing an episode that I don't even like because I don't like the episode I recorded yesterday like it just wasn't good it was really sad and I don't know so we're just like not <laughs> we're just like not gonna do that um but yeah my mom told me that she decided she would get a boob job when she was in eighth grade and then she did years and years and years later so she's a scorpio if in case you're wondering it kind of makes sense <laughs> it makes sense um but basically when she went to get her boobs done she went to her doctor and she wanted a sensible C cup, right? Super, like, average, you know, like, in the middle, not too big, not too small, that sort of thing. Then she woke up from the surgery, and, like, you know how, like, after, like, they're really swollen? Well, they were swollen, obviously, um, but after the swelling went down, she was left with double Ds, not Cs. So, my mom's got some massive boobies boobies for days um which is a little crazy like that's kind of a big jump if you will um and now we don't find this too surprising that this ended up happening because 
After a few years later, her doctor, who did her boobs, went to jail for a tax evasion. Mm, so probably not a stand-up guy. Um, I asked her, I was like, what's your boob doctor up to these days? And she's like, uh, he's probably dead. So, okay. Okay, girl. Um, she worked at Hooters for, like, years. She worked at four different locations. I think she worked in Louisville, um, Indianapolis, Evansville, I think. Maybe it was Maryville. I can't remember. So, another place in Indiana. And then also in Texas somewhere. I don't fucking know where. I don't care. Um, so, like, good for her. She was a Hooters girl through and through. Um, and she actually ended up going back to work at Hooters after she got divorced from the manager who she married. She went back to work for him because I guess they were still friends. She was dating my dad. Or I think she was married to my dad at this point. But she, like, needed money because she was going back to school to become a medical transcriptionist so that she could work from home because they were planning on starting a family. <gasps> hint, hint. That's where I come in. Um, and my mom only quit Hooters because she was planning on getting pregnant with me. And I guess at that time they were allowed they were allowed to smoke inside or something like that. I don't really remember. It something, had something to do with all the cigarette smoke she was around. And she didn't want her baby... <clears throat> me to be exposed so yeah um she quit hooters for me if you think about it um i'm a hooters baby uh which is kind of cool if you think about it (laughs) i am a hooters baby i mean babies also love hooters they love boobs babies drink from boobs you know boobs are made for babies So if you think about it, Hooters is actually the perfect place to work when planning on getting pregnant. If you think about it. I'm so fucking smart. So yeah, my mom was a Hooters girl. And, oh my gosh, I'm gonna sneeze. Achoo! Achoo! Holy shit! Wow, that was intense. Um, like my mother, I always planned on getting a boob job when I was in middle school and stuff, but even earlier than her, because I found out that her boobs were fake, and I was like, oh, I should do that too. I always planned on having a boob job. I always thought my titties were gonna get bigger. Um, they have not. I'll explain why soon. But, like, I... Okay, I wanted boobs so bad. Like, it used to... Like, I had severe, like, body dysmorphia when I was in middle school. Looking back, like, I didn't know it at the time. I know that's what it was. But looking back, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I definitely have body dysmorphia. Or had it. I don't anymore. Um, Like, I... This is really bad. I can remember being in class and staring at other girls' boobs. (laughs) not because I was attracted to them. Um, I have determined that I am, in fact, straight, despite going to a school with many, many members of the LGBTQ community. Um, I am straight. I, as much as I hate men, I really like them. 
I really do. So, yeah, I would always be, like, staring at these girls' boobs because I was, I had, like, boob envy, you know? And it's, it's a real thing, guys. It's a real thing. And I was always so scared that people would think I was, like, a lesbian or whatever. <laughs> because they would catch me staring at girls' boobs. Like, I was so scared that it would happen. I don't think anyone ever noticed, or at least no one ever said anything to me about it. So, like, honestly, I actually have no idea. Like, maybe everyone saw me staring at girls' boobs. <sighs> I was just jealous. I wanted to have bo- a little boobage, and I had nothing. My boobs were flat as a pancake. Flat as a pancake. I mean, they started to develop, like, around the same time everyone else. Like, I remember in, like, fifth grade, I, like, felt my boobs. Like, you know, like, that, like, knot in them. That's, like, the beginning of the boob. I, fe- I got that. I got those in fifth grade, like, everyone else. And then they grew a little. And then they grew a little. And then they stopped. Um, my boobs have not re- they grew a little during high school, like a tiny bit, but overall my size did not change from a double A. Like, I still own some of the, like, actually most of the bras that I wore in middle school, and I still wear them. Like, my go-to bra, or not my go-to bra anymore, because I recently got a pepper bra, which is specifically designed for small boobs. Pepper, sponsor me, eh. Um, I have that, but that's my new go-to, but my go-to from before, before I got that pepper bra, I literally purchased in eighth grade. Let that sink in. Like, what? That's crazy. My boobs just, like, have not grown at all. And that's okay. Um, even though... It, like, made me sad at the time. I would just, I would, like, try and get them to grow. Like, I did all this stuff. Like, do you guys remember, like, in that book, Dear God, It's Me, Margaret? How they, like, did that thing where they would, like, push their, they would, like, put their hands together. Like, they were in, like, a prayer position. Then they would, like, push, push inward. Because it was supposed to, like, make their boobs grow. And how that's a complete myth. I would do that. Yeah, I did that. Or, no, maybe they had, like, a, I think they had, like, a tool uh, not like a tool like a exercise machine not machine like a like a thing like a little thing that you would push in I can't quite remember it's been a minute since I read that book but I did all that shit like I would look up like ways to make your boobs grow like literally ridiculous I remember looking up like pretty girls with small boobs all the time because I was trying to like reassure myself that like just because I had small boobs didn't mean I was ugly or anything like that that's really so sad that makes me really sad that I used to do that, like, I mean, yeah, I was ugly as fuck, like, I was an ugly little scutter, like, everyone was, we were all ugly, I don't remember seeing, I've never seen a beautiful, like, middle schooler, like, that's just not really a thing, except the girls of today, but, like, like, I thought I was hot at the time sometimes, but other times I was like, no, I'm not, but, like, other times I was like, yeah, I totally am, does that make sense? So kind of like today also. Um, but that's like so sad that I thought just because the size of my boobs something that I couldn't even control it made me ugly or like undesirable. That's literally so sad. But yeah, I would do, I would like look up girls with small boobs so that to try and like make myself feel better and be like, oh, well, these girls are famous and pretty and they don't have boobs. So that means that I must be pretty too. All in middle school. That's so sad. Oh, I gotta be sorry. I keep yawning. It's late. I'm just so exhausted right now. Um, 
and yeah like it it was a really big thing for me like I was really insecure about it for years and years and I I was really sad about it and like I would see like my friends have boobs and I was like that's not fair I want some where can I get some and I always planned on getting a boob job I always planned on it and I I was like convinced that I would and I don't really know when it stopped like when I this got rid of this feeling but I eventually did and I realized I actually really like having small boobs and I really like my boobs they're the perfect size for me I love I love that I don't have to wear a bra if I don't want to I love that they're like low maintenance I think they've got a nice little shape to them I've got great boobs and it took me a really long time to learn that. I don't know what shifted in my head. Because like I said, my boobs have not grown since middle school. To be clear, they're the same size. And I don't know. I really don't know why it changed. Like, I think I just, like, like I guess, like, maturity happened. But also, and I also just kind of got tired of, like, hating my body. And... I really don't know what changed. I guess I, like, didn't... I, like, a big thing for me is, like, I stopped following Instagram accounts that, like, made me feel insecure. I haven't followed those kinds of accounts in years and years and years. And I follow a lot of, like, body positivity accounts. Oh, also, today I saw this, like, post that was, like, skinny people, like, don't experience body shaming. Like, because it's not the same... Like, you don't face harm or, like, anything like that in society. Like, the way that overweight people and black people do. Which, like, yes, this is factual. Like, fat shaming is a big thing. And a lot of fat shaming does come... Well, no. Fat shaming is a really big problem that a lot of people endure and... Um, a lot of overweight people happen to be a part of, what am I saying? I don't even know what I'm saying. Okay. This is true because a lot of people of color tend to be on the heavier, no, heavy, ah, do you know what I'm saying? Like heavy people tend to be people of color but not all people of color tend to be on the heavy side that's what i'm trying to say there we go sorry that was literally impossible this is 100 percent true but it was basically saying like if you're like skinny you don't know what body shaming feels like just because you were made fun of like now and then but i i actually fully disagree with this because society has told me that because i've always been thin and i've been too thin like string bean thin I'm undesirable because I look like a little boy. I'm undesirable. And it played a really, like, it made me hate myself. I really did. And and just because I wasn't fat shamed or anything like that doesn't mean that I didn't suffer from body dysmorphia when I was in middle school. Like, that's not fair to just, like, I completely understand that that's part of white privilege. But I don't think that that means... You know, as a, especially as a woman, like, all women have so much value put on their bodies, and that's not okay. Like, that's not fair at all. 
especially when our bodies are literally what create life like our there should be value put on our bodies but the only value is that they're fucking awesome like all bodies rock you know especially female bodies they are so powerful that is so cool and yeah just like the the amount of value that's placed on women's bodies is literally ridiculous and it's it's an enormous problem and i i just really disagree with what i read i mean you can you can debate me on this i i would love to have a discussion about it but i don't think that i think that skinny shaming is is a bad problem as much as fat shaming is you know it's all a problem and it's not fair like i get that it's more it it's more for me it's more than just having people tell me to eat a hamburger you know, I mean, I don't really get that anymore because I'm not a literal twig anymore. Like I filled out enough, but like people telling me that because I am flat as a board, like I'm not sexy or something like that, that really affected me. And I think that affects a lot of people. And also these, these standards that have been placed in society make it really difficult for trans people to be respected in society. Like they have to be they have to pass as cis to be respected and that's a not at all how it should be that's not fucking fair like if trans people should be respected as they are no matter how they look or whether or not they are cis passing that doesn't matter like they are as valid equally as valid as a cis passing trans person you know um and a cis passing trans person is just as valid as an actual cis person. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I just think that the body, like, mm, what's the word? Standards, standards, that's the word. That have been put on females and women not just cis women, trans women as well, are really, really dangerous. Because I know people who still struggle with these kinds of problems. I was lucky to outgrow them and somehow overcome them. I don't know how I did. I wish I knew how, but I really don't. Like, I think about this all the time because I have friends who struggle with this. And I'm like, I wish I could tell you what I did to learn to love myself. But I don't know. I really do not know. Like, I think it's just kind of like, like, battling that mindset of that negative mindset. Like, telling yourself, no, I'm worthy, I'm beautiful. All those, like, cheesy fucking things. But they're true. You know? This episode isn't that funny. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's actually very serious. But this is a really serious topic and I, I want to talk about serious stuff sometimes and it's important and I've been kind of thinking about this a lot because I'd say in like the past year or two I've really come into my confidence in a new way. Like oh another thing I struggled with a lot in middle school was my nose and that's something I still struggle with now honestly Because I have a big nose. Like, I have a large nose. It's not just, like, a little bump. Like, I have an actual, like, very big nose. Like, it's big. 
you know, like it's not an attractive nose. And that's actually no. I'm not going to place judgment on it. It's not the stereotypically beautiful tiny nose at all, at all, right? And I remember like getting remarks about it once and like not to be, people weren't trying to be mean. Oh my God, sorry. I just like pressed a button. People weren't trying to be mean, but like them pointing it out and it was something I was already insecure about always stuck with me. Like I remember on my DC trip, one kid asked me, he was like, Lily, are you Jewish? And I was like, no, I'm not. And he, he was like, oh, I thought because your nose, which like, first of all, that's really fucked up and um, racially insensitive. Like a huge racial stereotype, not cool. And second of all, like, I, it just, I don't know. Like it just really bugged me. And I was like, so people do notice it. Like I'm not the only one who notices or, like, at one time a little kid to me was like, why is your nose like that? And I was like, bitch, I don't fucking know. Stupid little bitch-ass kid. <laughs> That's why I hate kids. They have no filter. Shut the fuck up. Why is your head so fucking big? <laughs> That's so mean. I hate kids. Um. Yeah, so, like, like the way that my mom like, said she was gonna, like, in eighth grade, she decided she was gonna get a boob job one day, that was basically me with a nose job, I was like, I'm gonna get a nose job one day, I'm going to, because I thought it made me so ugly, even though, this is the weirdest part, is I would look at my face, like, especially through high school, when I started to, like, become prettier, and, like, not a little disgusting middle schooler, like, preteen child, like, when I started to, like, grow up and mature, and I, like, started to become like, more attractive, I would look at myself in the mirror, and I was like, you're really pretty, like, you have a beautiful face, but then I'd be like, no, but you actually don't, because your nose is ugly, and I'm like, what the, that's so fucking weird, because it's like, I like the way my face looks, but just because my nose isn't shaped the way that all the, like, movie stars' nose are, which, first of all, like, all of them have plastic surgery, just because my nose isn't shaped a specific way, I'm somehow ugly, even though I like the way that all my features are, like balance each other out that's so weird and I was literally prepared I like thought about like saving on money to get a nose job for for years and I would like I would look up like nose job before and after videos on YouTube or like nose job story times and I would try and like make myself another thing is I was like I felt very I was very ashamed and embarrassed to admit that I was so insecure because I'd always been, like, I always put out confidence. Like, I've always been very confident. And I, like, I would be, like, I definitely would be self-deprecating. But, but not about the insecurities that were, like, really, really bad. Because I just didn't want to point them out. Because I was, like, hoping people wouldn't notice what I noticed. If that makes sense. And... I remember, like, clearing my search history after, like, looking up all these, like, nose job before and afters. Like, really sad stuff. Like, I would look at my nose in the mirror every day. I would take side profile pictures, and I would be like, oh, my God, like, it's so bad. And I would try to convince myself it, like, wasn't that bad. All this stuff. And I don't know. I don't know when this. This is a recent shift, honestly, like, in the past year. I've stopped hating my nose and actually just accepted it for what it is. Like, do I like how my side profile looks? No. Like, do I... 
like when I see it in the video or something and I'm like yeah I don't love it but it's also like I know that I'm not used to seeing it because like you don't see your own side profile because you like can't obviously so like I know I'm just not used to seeing it and also I don't fucking care because I like how my face looks you know like I think I'm a really beautiful person and it's also fucked up that saying that makes me sound conceited because it shouldn't it should just be completely acceptable like i'm beautiful i'm i'm a really fucking beautiful person and that's okay to say like that shouldn't that doesn't make me a bitch it doesn't make me stuck up that just makes me like aware of my self-worth you know and i think the fact that like both my mom also thought about getting a nose up too she said she went in for a consultation and her nose like isn't even like mine it's just like the way that we're so conditioned to be like oh i'll just change this that's so that's not how it's supposed to be you know and like yes i do have pretty privilege and it's easier for me to say this than others like yeah i'm i'm thin i am reasonably attractive i'm white so that's a huge thing too because women of color have like some like european beauty standards are placed upon them and they expect to conform to them even though they should not and that's just that's a whole other topic that i'm probably not the person to speak on um yeah i i just think i don't even know what i'm saying like i'm completely rambling right now but i don't know why i started to finally love like truly love myself but i do and that's like really awesome like i love i like to just i like looking at myself now and i don't like look away from the mirror like i'm not you know what i'm saying like i i think part of it was just getting older part of it was only viewing content that made me feel good about myself or at least didn't make me feel bad about myself and like yeah obviously I still have days where I'm like I'm so ugly like once in a while I'll have a day like that but for the most part I don't feel that way and I think I oh you know I think part of it was I stopped wearing makeup because I used to wear makeup every single day like in middle school like I'd beat my face or whatever every day like I wore a lot of makeup like I it was nice like it was good it was well done makeup for an eighth grader but I would wear makeup every single day and I so like when I saw myself so I saw myself daily with makeup so then when I didn't have makeup on I felt really ugly right and then in like high school at one point I want to say like maybe freshman year like sophomore year especially junior the most of all i stopped wearing makeup every day because i wanted to sleep and and i was depressed so i was like i just want to fucking sleep so i would i would just not wear makeup so then i got really used to seeing myself without makeup and i began to like appreciate my natural beauty more so then when i did put makeup on i was like oh my god you are so hot you are so hot and it's still like that for me now. Like, I don't wear makeup on a daily basis because I just don't have time and, like, I have other things to do and I it's just not something I want to spend my time doing. Like, I love to do my makeup. It's really fun, but that's 
if I had to do it every single day, I don't think I'd like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, now because I only do it once in a while or, like, maybe once a week, it's, like, more special. And it's, like, a little reward for myself. Um, I think that's actually something that really, really helped me now that I think about it. Huh. I didn't even realize that until now. Yeah, that was that was kind of a turning point for me. And I wish I knew, like, I wish I had specifics for, like, what... It's just kind of like a shift in your mindset. Like, you really just have to actively tell yourself, like, I'm not going to let myself feel insecure today. And that's, like, easier said than done, obviously, because you you don't have to feel good about yourself every day. You don't have to look in the mirror and be like, I fucking love myself. I mean, it's great to feel that way. But, like, um, one of my friends was actually saying in one of our classes, she was like, it's... It, you don't have to feel good about yourself every day. It's more about just feeling neutral towards yourself, you know? It's more about just not waking up and hating yourself and how you look. And that's so true. Like, that's so true. Because I definitely, like, I'd say most days I do love how I look. And I love myself and I love my personality. Like, I love myself as a person. I really, really do. Like, I'm really proud of the person that I am today. I think I'm really funny. I think I'm really smart. I think I have great ideas. I think I'm hot as hell. And that's great. But it's like some days I don't feel that way. Or like I feel kind of gross. On those days, I don't hate myself. I don't want to just like die. Because that's extreme. And like we're not going to go there right now. Because that's a whole other conversation. For another time... I don't want to just, like, lay in bed or, like, not see anyone or I just feel worthless. I don't feel like that anymore. And I used to. I really used to. And I don't think anyone knew. I don't think my mom knew. Honestly, I don't think I've ever really told this to anybody before. But I used to, like, truly hate how I looked. I really, really did. And I'm lucky that I got it out of the way early in my life. And that I don't feel that way anymore. And that I didn't really struggle with it during high school because, honestly, like... We had enough mental illness in high school. We didn't need to add that to it. So I'm glad I got that shit out of the way ahead of time. And again, I know, like, I know it's so, it's so much easier for me to, like, feel this way. Because for the most part, like, I do fit a lot of today's beauty standards naturally, you know, like, that's, I, I just, my body and my face, like, align with those with the exception of, like I said, my boobs and my nose. But, like, I don't know. It's, it feels really good to have overcome that. And I feel like I'm not going to return to that that place that I was in, in middle school anytime soon. Hopefully never. Like, I don't know when I get old. Like, I always joke that I'm going to, like, once I turn, like, 35, like, we're done here. <laughs> we're, we're done. Because I'm like, I don't want to get wrinkly. But I think just kind of with age, I'll figure out how to adapt to loving the current body that I'm in, if that makes sense. You know? 
I was hoping that I would talk more about my mom working at Hooters because that's pretty fucking funny. Um, instead of this being an episode of like very serious stuff, but like it's okay. Sometimes I need to talk about serious stuff. It's good for me because I joke a lot, and I use humor to cope with literally everything. So it's like sometimes it's good for me to just actually talk about serious things and be a little vulnerable. That's something I'm really, really working on. Really, really, really working on. And I don't know how well it's going. I'm going to be honest. Especially when it comes to telling people, like, how I feel. Whether that's, like, romantically or, like, as a friend. Or, like, if I don't like someone, like, telling them, like, I don't fucking like you. Go away. Because I don't want to hurt their feelings or whatever. I don't know. Like, it's vulnerability is something I'm really, really not good at. Which is weird because I literally was like, let's be an actor. Even though you hate being vulnerable in front of people. I don't fucking know why I did that. We'll never know. I guess we'll never know. Um, I, I don't know. I literally do not know. Um... I don't know if you guys want like maybe I'll do a giveaway of one of my middle school bras that I still currently wear. Let me know if you want to be entered. All you need to do is follow the Instagram at I love to talk pod and leave us a rating and review on Apple podcasts and then you'll be entered to win one of my bras for middle school. Remember when Colleen or Colleen or whatever however Miranda sings. Remember when she, like, gave lingerie to that, like, kid? And then he, like, came out and was like, Colleen Ballinger gave me lingerie. She's a predator. And she was like, nah, bro. That's literally not what happened. I don't really know what happened, but she, like, explained it. I feel like, do you remember that? I'll be like that. If you're a kid, give me your email address, and I'm going to send you some bras. Okay? Sounds good, right? I've already been canceled so many times. I've already been canceled uh, so many times. Okay, but at least I'm not as canceled as my mom's plastic surgeon who went to jail for tax evasion. Am I right or am I right? <laughs> yeah, I feel like this episode needs to end at this point. But I just... I really wish I had more advice on how to, like, not be so insecure and, like, how to actually love yourself and appreciate your body. Um, you can read the book, um, The Body's Not an Apology by Sonia Renee Taylor, I believe. I had to read that for one of my classes and I really, really liked it. And it's, um, talks a lot about, like, um, bodies of color, which is really important and, like, not, like, Eurocentric beauty standard body like it it talks about like all bodies it talks about like abled body people and um handy capable people it's really really good and i really suggest reading that um my air conditioning just kicked on so sorry if you can hear that but yeah that's kind of my thoughts for today on that pretty serious topic that wasn't that funny and also I don't think I made a whole lot of sense because I don't really know how to structure my sentences when I'm just talking because this is my ADHD podcast like where I talk about whatever 
as you know, like this is what you signed up for. Okay, this is what you signed up for. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Don't you dare leave me a bad review though. Leave me a good one. Even if you think this is bad, just like say it's good. Please. This is definitely a better episode than what I talked about last night though. Like it was last night was like such an emo episode for literally no reason. Like, and we didn't even talk about anything productive. I talked about like the fucking Super Bowl. And it's like, I don't even care about the Super Bowl. I didn't even watch it. I didn't even watch the halftime thing. But I, I, the memes are pretty funny. I didn't even watch it, but I still like the memes. Oh, you know what I miss? Her SAT memes. Those were the best. I fucking loved SAT memes. Oh my gosh, the SAT is going to, like, come out. The college board is going to, like, find this, revoke my SAT scores. I'm going to get kicked out of school, all because I admit to looking at the SAT memes. I guess this is goodbye from my higher education journey, you know? Whatever. It's fine. It's worth it. The SAT memes are fucking funny. And they will be forever. Can we start making those, like, for adults or something like that? Like, what's something that we all do? There's nothing like it. That's sad. I'm gonna miss that. That's something I miss from high school. Probably the only thing that I will miss. I don't know, bruh. I need to, like, edit this and, like, go to bed. And go watch iCarly because iCarly is now on Netflix. And we all know iCarly is superior to Victorious. Um, even though I do like Victorious. And I watched it a bunch of times on Netflix. It's time for iCarly. It is time for iCarly. I also need to trim my toenails. Just letting y'all know that's what's on the to-do list for today so yeah i hope you have a really good rest of your day whenever you're listening to this and i hope that you love yourself today and if you don't that's also okay just know that you can get there at some point ow fuck sorry my teeth are really sensitive because i I've been using whitening strips, and I guess I put them on my gums or something. Like, I put it down too far, and it's like, no, my gums are really sensitive. Uh, and the cold air on it, like, it really hurts. Anywho, I got to go. That's what my mom sounded like when she worked at Hooters. She's probably like, hey, guys, welcome to Hooters. My name's Paula. What can I get you today? Look at my new fake boobs. Do you like my fake titties? What do you think about my fake titties? <laughs> I'm a Hooters girl. I'm going to have a baby soon. She's not going to be. You know what's fucked up? Is that my mom was a Hooters girl for years. And I'm not allowed to sell feet pics. She literally worked at a restaurant named after boobs. And I'm not allowed to sell photos of my feet, which people see all the time anyway. Like, that's so stupid. Ugh! She deserves to be, like, beat up for that or something. No one abused my mom. That was a joke. But she also deserves to just be, like, punched in the fucking face by me. I'm the only one who's allowed to do that. No one else. Stay away from my Hooters mama. <laughs> Ew. I also used to go to Hooters a lot as a child. <laughs> like, we would fully go to Hooters as a family. 
I don't think anyone else did that, but I did go to Hooters with my family many times because my parents loved the wings there. I would get like curly fries and a Caesar salad. You know the vibes. Excuse me. Alright. I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. Oh my god. I'll talk to y'all next week. Gonna try and record a really funny episode this weekend. We'll see if that happens. If it doesn't, that's unfortunate. I'll just have to scramble and find something to talk about. I'm really scared that I'm gonna run out of ideas to talk about on this podcast, and that's really gonna stress me out. But then it's also like new things happen to me every day. It's like I can't run out of stuff to talk about because like I keep living my life, so it like should be fine. But also at the same time. I'm just, like, I have that fear. I'm going to run out of things to talk about on this podcast, and then this podcast will end. Even though there's literally an infinite amount of topics to talk about. This is such a vast world. There's so much to talk about. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'm spiraling at this point, and I really need to end this. Okay. Goodbye. Have a good night or day or afternoon or whatever. And uh, pet a dog this week. Pet a dog. It'll make you feel better. Okay, bye.